A controversial initiative being promoted in the corridors of power by Klaus Schwab's World Economic Forum in Davos is set to have families and anyone who cares about children up in arms. The World Economic Forum is now calling for the decriminalization of sex with children, arguing laws against age gap love, more commonly known as paedophilia, violate human rights. Rather than being a scourge, the paedophilia epidemic that's sweeping the world is actually nature's gift to humanity, according to Klaus Schwab, whose World Economic Forum has declared that paedophiles are being created by nature in increasingly large numbers for a reason. According to a research paper presented at the WEF in Davos, the paedophile phenomenon represents nature's attempt to cleanse the earth and save humanity from itself. Minor attracted people are far less likely to produce large numbers of offspring, according to academic data, and the so-called underage people they have so-called relationships with are statistically less likely to go on and become heads of large families themselves. This appeals to the WEF and their vision of destroying the family unit and depopulating the earth. The WEF, which has ordered mainstream media to begin pushing the narrative, wants to introduce an international policy that will require the majority of countries to decriminalize or at the very least relax their laws against paedophilia. The New York Times, always at the forefront of the globalist agenda, ran an op-ed arguing that paedophilia is not a crime. According to the Times, civil rights protections must be extended to paedophiles. Without legal protection, a paedophile cannot risk seeking treatment or disclose his status to anybody for support. Not to be outdone, CNN countered with an article proclaiming that paedophiles are not monsters or social deviants living in the shadows. According to CNN, it's high time for society to update its image of paedophiles. CNN followed up this article with an even more explicit call for sympathy. Rather than considering child molesters the lowest of the low, we should reach out to them and seek to understand them. Because according to CNN, one cannot choose to be a paedophile. The psychologist Jesse Bering, author of Perv, The Sexual Deviant and All of Us, also urges the reader to sympathize with child molesters, writing that people with paedophilia aren't living their lives in the closet. They're externally hunkered down in a panic room. Salon also got in on the act, urging us to meet paedophiles who mean well. And the BBC, which famously spent decades covering up for Britain's most notorious paedophile, Jimmy Savile, also wants us to think positively about the new generation of paedophiles. Make no mistake, a coordinated attempt is underway to present paedophilia as harmless. What is going on? The media are presenting us with a classic case of the Overton window. According to the political scientist Joseph Overton, there is a window within which there are ideas considered acceptable by society, tolerated therefore even by those who do not share them. Ideas outside this window are considered extremist and not accepted in public debate. From this Overton window idea, there has been a move to theorize how an idea that is currently radical can succeed in becoming accepted by society or even become popular policy. It is a scale of perceptions, whereby one goes from seeing an idea as unthinkable to seeing it as radical, then acceptable, then popular, and at that point translated into practice by politics. According to the global elite in Davos, it's time for mainstream society to catch up with them and relax the outdated social taboo against paedophilia. And what better way to change society's morals than by brainwashing the children? Just this week, Klaus Schwab was caught bragging about how the World Economic Forum has completely infiltrated education systems in many countries. According to Schwab, if children are exposed to the WEF ideology at a young enough age, they can be completely indoctrinated. We put emphasis on what I said before, public-private partnerships which we accompany. So when we define 
a, a project like our global educational initiative. I, I just describe it in a, in, a, in a second. We have under the leadership of Cisco and many other companies, practically all the big names, we, we try to revolutionize the educational system of uh, Jordan, Egypt, um, and now Burundi um, by working together with the local uh, authorities. Um, we work also together with UNESCO, not only to equip the schools, but to put, uh, to retrain the teachers, to put the new curriculum into, uh, curricula into place. So we work together with the, we accompany those companies. We, we do not, that's a, that's a difference to the Clinton Initiative, which mainly, um, um, and which is a good thing, which ask companies to pledge some money to make a commitment and some to come back and to report. Uh, we are with the initiative or from the beginning uh, to the end. They have infiltrated the schools, plotting a course straight at our children. And we already know they have infiltrated the cabinets. Governments across the world, operating under the control of the World Economic Forum, are waging war on our children. Klaus Schwab's young global leaders are systematically attempting to normalise paedophilia and decriminalise sex with children across the world. In Jacinda Ardern's far-left New Zealand, a judge declared that 12-year-old children can consent to sex with adults. You heard me correctly. The case in question featured a 45-year-old man whose defence centred on the claim that his 12-year-old victim wanted it. I know she was a child, but the way she came to me was like a mature woman. I refused her, but she kept coming back to me. She truly wanted to do this, the 45-year-old said of the child who was just 12 years old at the time. In the final days of the trial, Judge Earwicker addressed the issue of consent for a person under 16. Legally, a person under 16 cannot give consent for charges of indecent acts. Therefore, as a jury, all you need to decide is if the indecent acts took place, he said. Then came the kicker. The judge told the jury, but as for sexual intercourse, a person under 16 can give consent. You need to consider whether or not the consent was given based on the evidence you have. Welcome to Klaus Schwab's New Zealand. But wait until you hear what's happening in France. Emmanuel Macron was re-elected as president last year in an election widely regarded as suspect. It's perhaps no surprise that he is also one of Klaus Schwab's young global leaders and France is also normalising paedophilia. President Macron's government voted against having an age of consent in France in 2018, becoming one of the first nations to give in to pressure from an international cabal determined to decriminalise sex with children across the world. This means federal law in France has no legal age of consent and adults who have sex with children of any age will not be prosecuted for rape if the child victim is unable to prove violence, threat, duress or surprise. The draft bill against sexual and gender-based violence, known as the Schiappa Law, was signed into law by the French Parliament on the 3rd of August, sparking outrage in France as parents and children's rights groups accused Macron's government of betraying the nation's children. The lack of an age of consent places millions of children in serious danger of sexual abuse in France, according to child protection officials. If anything, that's an understatement. But should they be surprised? Like Jacinda Ardern of New Zealand, Macron is one of Klaus Schwab's young global leaders. They are all hell-bent on waging war against our children. Of course, the mainstream media is complicit in its silence. They too have been infiltrated by the World Economic Forum, and they'll try to counsel you if you dare speak out against any of these issues.
According to the mainstream media in 2020, obesity is healthy, experimental vaccines are not causing people to kill over and die, and abortion is love. George Orwell warned us about these times. He said the elite would try to convince us that two and two equals five and that war is peace. Now they are trying to convince us that raping children is a way to make the world a better place. Even Orwell didn't think they would go that far. But if you've been paying attention to the WEF's absurd policies in recent times, you'll not be surprised. WEF policies all have one thing in common. They dehumanize, degrade, and mock us. They are designed to take away all of the joys of life and inflict maximum pain. Then there is the depopulation drive, which was a conspiracy theory for a long time, but is now completely out in the open. They aren't even trying to pretend that they don't want to eliminate the majority of us. According to these two WEF goons, all religious groups are opposed to the World Economic Forum because religions want more souls and the WEF wants less. So in the session we just attended here at the Economic Forum, I think there was a sense of relief actually in your frankness. Um, you brought up some issues that, that others are really That's my to trouble. <laughs> Always. <laughs> All the religious groups are against me because I'm talking about population. They want more souls, I want less on the planet <laughs> At what point do we stop and say, enough? How many times does the World Economic Forum have to declare their sinister intentions before the world stops and listens? Klaus Schwab's right-hand man, Yuval Noah Harari, who has a history of saying the quiet part out loud, has declared that God is dead and Jesus is fake news. I mean, all this story about Jesus rising from the dead and being the son of God, this is fake news. Humans are now hackable animals. You know, the, the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket, this is my free will, that's over. According to Harari, there is no place in the modern world for traditional Christian values. It's time for the world to accept the divinity of the World Economic Forum and let go of old-fashioned social taboos. Developing even bigger powers than ever before, we are really acquiring divine powers of creation and destruction. We are really upgrading humans into gods. We are acquiring, for instance, the, the power to re-engineer life. Pointing out the wickedness of the elite never seems to make a dent or have any impact on them. Why? Because they have no shame. They have no shame because they have no moral compass. They have no moral compass because they believe God is dead and they live according to the rule of do as thou wilt. This precept infests every fibre of their ideology, from elections to open borders to climate change, abortion, paedophilia, you name it. I know at times it can feel dark and lonely, but the masses are waking up and the elite will not be able to take over as easily as they expected. Even the sheep are opening their eyes, which means there is hope for humanity if we continue to educate the masses. Please like this video and subscribe to this channel so that we can continue to spread the word far and wide and expose the agenda of the globalist elites. We are all in this together and the most important thing is not to be waylaid by messy politics and distractions that will turn the people against each other. The common enemy is not your neighbour but the one trying to control and poison you and corrupt your children. If we stay strong and united, we will win this battle.